Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. David, so googly eyes on butt cheeks. How lit would that be? It would be fantastic. Right, so you pull it down and they just. <laughs> yeah. Or hitting it from the <laughs> back and seeing the eyes. Oh. Oh, dude, you just you just brought up an old young memory of me as a kid. I remember the first time you I ever had sex. Okay. sex <laughs> with a fat butt. Oh, and I yeah. was so amazed uh-huh. at how jiggly it was. Yeah. And it was just, I was, I remember I just couldn't stop staring at it. I was mm. like, what? Is this? That's pretty freaking Because awesome. I'd never had a big booty girl before. Hmm. And it was a third girl I hooked up with ever in my life. And I was like. Oh, the third girl was the first big booty. First big booty. Uh-huh. Everybody else was, you know, just regular butt. Nothing wrong with Which that. Is great. Very cute. Which is great. Super cute. Mm-hmm. But a big one hits different. And hey, I was shooketh. I, uh, I have a different experience. Uh, you reminded me of. Uh, a lovely young lady who I hooked up with and her ass looked like it was going to be very jiggly. But upon slapping, I learned that it was a very muscly butt. 
And that, even though it looked great, threw me all off. Because I slapped it. No movement. <laughs> and you sprayed all your fingers. I, I slapped it in my hand. Went, I was like, ah! And you yeah. got Yeah. Robbing <laughs> 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 <Throbbing> red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, threw me all off, man. It was disappointing. You know, not gonna lie. I mean, look, it was, it was great. But it's just uh, not what I expected. Oh, yeah. she she worked out then. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, actually, I've never had like a hard ass before. They're they're still dope. Um, it's just it just wasn't what I was expecting. And uh, I want a butt to be soft though. I love a soft butt. You just grab them, even if they're tiny. If they're nice and soft, I love it. When I I uh, when I had like a a BBW hookup situation, oh. I remember. Just being in awe of the sheer magnitude of the jiggling reverberations. Yes, when it goes from the butt and you see it just disappear to the lower back. Yes, and just through the rest of the cheeks, it was like, it was crazy. Like it was, it made my like hand look so small and it was like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, how big was his butt? Probably like, like this. Okay, mine was not that big. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's that's gigantic. Yeah, it was really big. It was really big. It was pretty cool. That is El Gigante. It was Sábado Gigante. It was Sábado Gigante. <laughs> did you did you ever get in, uh, intimidated by stuff like that? Because I would be very intimidated. I was never. I wouldn't say I was intimidated because you know because some. I feel like people have said, "Oh, you know, you can't reach and blah blah blah." You know what I'm saying? Like people think you need a fucking like mandingo dick to hook up with a BBW t- t- size butt, but it's not true. You just kind of gotta lift and separate the cheeks a bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, biblical shit. Lift them up, yeah. <laughs> spread them like Moses. You know what I'm saying? You lay your staff down if you feel what I'm saying. Oh, no, Lord and of the Rings. Separate the cheeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You shall not pass. And then the fucking cheeks. Just spread them and lift them, and then you're good to go. Oh, yeah, I've never had it that big. That would scare <laughs> me a little bit. I used to get scared of talking to a tall woman. Oh, really? I don't know why. Like, mentally, it would fuck me up, like, talking to women who are tall. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a little intimidating for, for anybody who's not, like, super tall. Um, yeah. But I, what I learned is that, like, tall women, oftentimes, they're so— they intimidate so many guys that when— someone comes up to them that's maybe like not a fucking six five basketball player they're like oh almost like intrigued like mm. oh okay oh you, you want some of this little man what's up then you know mm, mm. it's kind of like almost like a refreshing oh i could kind of see that you know sometimes just when i shake their hands it just the same size as mine it feels like i'm holding my own hand <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> well i mean i've told you this story before but like you know i tell you man um you know uh the tallest one i, I ever hooked up with was like was six feet and you That's know she, she also tall, had dude. long hands and when she was maneuvering my junk it made it look i felt like a little like i just <laughs> <laughs> she was her hands were very big you know it's like can we just not do the hand job part please <laughs> you're emasculating me thank you very much she goes i got it don't worry <laughs> yeah. i remember watching videos and being like wow shit i hope this never leaks <laughs> because they don't know you can't tell what the what the after what the video <laughs> was done you had to stand up and do a side by side so people <laughs> yeah. can get a reference yeah, exactly <laughs> just in case this leaks <laughs> look at this tall bitch she's fucking gigantic look at her hands man look, right. look watch her palm this basketball all right <laughs> you start giving her objects and Video. <laughs> see that? See that? It's not my penis. See, watch her dunk on me, you guys. <laughs> She's posting on you naked. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, it's kind of hot. 
Oh my god, you get turned on by everything. It's true. I have uh, a problem, man. They had some funny ass uh, porn that popped up like years ago. I'm not sure if it's still popular now. I don't even think it ever was popular, but it was. It was like girls like UFC like trying to fight each other in a cage, mm. and that shit was not hot, dude. It just looked horrendous. So I have a homegirl specifically watches those types of porn videos. For fun? I asked her, what is your preferred porn? And she says, this is weird, but there's this genre of porn where it's two girls wrestling, trying to fucking like, they're like scissoring and they're also like trying to like see who can dominate the other one and like stimulate her cooch. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. That's just weird. She, my homegirl gets off on that shit. So contrary to what you said, it's popular to somebody. That's fucking trip. I mean, that's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's always something for everybody out mm-hmm. there. Specifically now because it's so just accessible. Yeah. When I saw that shit, I was like, who, who the fuck likes this? Somebody. And it's your homegirl. Yeah. That just looks like girls just fucking scissor fucking each other. Just blow, blow. Yeah. And she gets off on it. She's what like, that's my go-to. That's <laughs> very obscure. Especially because, like, usually the girls they pick for that, not the cutest. Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe she just likes to be dominated. Maybe she likes, uh, you know, more uh, aggressive. Could you ever get tied up? Like, yeah, we talked about this. Oh, you did we? Uh, I think we've 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 mentioned we've it. Grazed over. Yeah, grazed yeah. Over. I, I I would uh, I would be down. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, fine. <laughs> Not the, for you. The girl goes. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. All right, I'm gonna hog tie. <laughs> Your arms and your legs together behind your back. And then I'm going to put a ball gag in you. And then I'm going to thrust my pussy in your face. You down for that? You know, you lost me a ball gag and you brought me right back with thrust <laughs> with thrust the pussy into my face. <laughs> no. I think, you know, no. I, do, I do think there's something hot about um, like being pinned down. <laughs> what a pussy, yeah. <laughs> just like, like sit on my face. I can't control nothing. Um, that you're a very, shit. very open guy. I feel like there's not too many no's for you, but there, there you have your specific no's. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't, th- I don't think I wouldn't like the ball gag. Blindfold me. Don't, don't gag me. <laughs> <laughs> like sitting, like face sitting. I, I dig that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like being in non-dominant positions. Let's mm. just say that. I was going to say maybe because you're so used to being a like more controlling dominant yeah. figure. Maybe that's just such a different experience for you that it's like weird you out. Mm-mm-mm. But I, but I would also think that maybe someone who's dominant all the time would like to be dominated to have a different sensation. You know, it's interesting. Like I, um, I've been talking to a friend who uh, is, you know, dating, right? And I love hearing friends who are single now, like tell me their dating stories because mm-hmm. it's, it's an, it's something that I haven't done in like eight years. So it's, it's kind of interesting to watch or hear other people talk about their dating stuff. And I've been trying to get her to talk to guys that are just not particularly the guys that she thinks that she likes, right? Mm. So, because every time she dates a spe- specific type of guy, it never works out. Mm-hmm. Because what she's looking for is just kind of dumb, right? And I was like kind of explaining to her over the phone yesterday. I was like, listen, like, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you, right? You're like 38 right now. Hmm. You're an older woman. Right. None of that is bad. 38 mm-hmm. is not old. Mm-hmm. But what you expect out of like men is you also have to expect a certain thing out of yourself too. Like for example, she goes, I want a guy that has X, Y, Z things, right? I'm like, cool. So, but what can he expect out of you then? Mm-hmm. Right. 
What do you bring to the table to expect all that? Exactly. She goes, no, I'm great. I was like, cool. But what is the greatness about you? Mm -hmm. Right. Because you have to understand this. Like, for example, she's like, I want a guy who makes who's really wealthy. Mm -hmm. Like he's I like guys who are muscular or whatever has a shit. I'm like, okay, this is a pretty hefty list. Right. Which is not which is good. Like, you know what you want. Right. And I said, okay, now having said all that, right, you have this fucking hot guy that's ripped this shit, makes shit ton of money. Why the fuck is he going after you? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And she said, what do you mean? I'm great. I was like, no, I think you're great. But I think the guy that you're asking for isn't looking for somebody like you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if he's rich as shit, young, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and he's going to go after you, which I think you're cute, but you ain't got it like that. <laughs> Ooh. And by the way, we've been friends for years. I could talk to her like this. So uh-huh. I'm like, you ain't got it like that. I was like, you got to understand. Like, ain't no dude fucking jacking off to like your fucking pictures or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're, ve- you're very demure. You're very like, you cover yourself up all- wherever you go. Nobody, like nobody knows what you look like. I even seen your shit. Like when we went to like, uh, she visited me when I was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, even your bikinis are granny fucking bikinis. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? Who the, who the fuck is going to, what are you talking about here? Right. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even think you want that type of guy. I think mm-hmm. you want a nice guy. Right. So, but she feels like she's supposed to be looking for this, for this yeah. type of dude. And so like, I just, I don't know how to explain to her, like what you're asking for is not what you're going to get. And it might not even be what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because every time she's dated somebody, it just didn't fall through. So right. this kind of goes into this conversation while I was asking you. So she started dating this other guy who was like, per my advice, started going for the exact opposite of things. Okay. So she was telling me like everything this guy is doing, right? Saw a photo of him. Definitely not the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at this guy, but then everything she was doing was really nice. So he's very forward about where to go on dates, mm-hmm. um, places they want to eat, asked her what her allergies are, whatever, whatnot. Very accommodating. So he shows up on this date. And then she comes back. She goes, listen, I tried what you did. And he's really, really nice. He's ticking all these boxes of what I like. But I was like, but what? I'm like, (laughs) he showed up to the date. I'm like, what was he wearing? She goes, he was wearing a bow tie. (laughs) What? He was wearing a bow tie, overalls, and a sweater vest, and slacks. Overalls? And I was like, wait, hold on a second. Were you dating Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The fuck? She goes, I know. And she was asking me if, she, if she's like shallow. I like, am I shallow? Because he ticks off. I was like, well, hold on. I don't think you're necessarily shallow. I think it's okay to expect like a certain amount of like sexual attraction. Yeah, yeah. Because she was telling me that she doesn't feel sexually attracted to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I thought was kind of interesting. Like, I feel like certain guys can have every, they do everything right, but they still have to complete this one thing where they have to have that riz. That charisma, that little stank on them. Mm-hmm. And it felt so bad for this guy. Cause like, how, I want, kind of wanted to meet him and say, hey, listen, you're doing everything right, but what the fuck is this? Overalls? Yeah. But like, overalls and a bow tie? Yeah, on a casual date too. Okay, let's say that's your style, right? Yeah. But you're going out for coffee. A bow tie? Slacks. Wait, slacks? Slacks? slacks. Overalls? Slacks? That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what he was trying to do. I think he's just a weird, quirky guy. Oh. But, they went on like a second date, right? And yeah. No, oh, they went on a second date. She gave so him another chance. She gave him another chance. Okay. But he was wearing <laughs> like pinstripe slacks again. Okay. Dress shoes. Okay. And then like a, another sweater vest, no overalls, bow tie, just sweater vest and a, and a shirt. And I'm just like, what, what kind of message are you sending? I mean, that's not too bad. I need to see the fit. It, it was pretty bad. Did you see the fit? Yes. How did you see the fit? She saw the photo. They took a photo? I asked her to. Because she's texting me on the date. <laughs> hmm. 
Hey man, are you out there? We need to send. I need. I need to see more pictures of your outfit, dog. I need to see what's I got, going I'll, on. I'll here. ask her to send it. I'll send it over <laughs> to you. It was pretty bad, man. I wonder too. Like, I feel really, really bad for these type of guys because I feel like they do everything right, but there's just that one thing that you still have to ooze like a certain amount of sexuality. Yeah. Because she doesn't find him attractive in the way that like he can quote unquote like protect me. Mm. Which I know like a lot of girls is like, oh, I don't need that. But I think that's pretty normal. I mean, I think for someone like her, who you say is looking for someone with money, right? Mm-hmm. Someone who's like established. She's kind of looking for someone to take care of her. Mm-hmm. So the protection aspect of it kind of goes hand in hand with that, I feel. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that guy should switch up his game a little bit? Or do you think he's fine the way he is and you'll find somebody that he that, that enjoys enjoys that? You know what? I mean, shit. I, you know, there's a there's a lot we don't know. There's a lot I don't know about this guy. I honestly feel like this outfit of the bow tie and overalls and and cardigan. I think if this dude, I don't if, even know how that works. I me neither. I'm confused by it. But I think if if this man is so himself that that's what he wants to do on a first date, that's I think him. there will be someone for him that <laughs> is into that. You feel me? Um, so I don't know, man. It's someone's gonna want to fuck this guy. <laughs> Like, and there's someone out there for this guy for sure. But uh, I don't think it, it's not your friend. <laughs> yeah. I felt she felt bad because she's like, am I, am I shallow? Is there right. something wrong with me? Because he's ticking all these boxes, but just, <laughs> I just don't want to fuck him. So I don't like, I don't know. Someone's going to want to fuck this guy. <laughs> and we're going to look at pictures of him and be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. 
Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. He's hideous. No, just kidding. <laughs> he's not hideous. He just looks like your average dude. But I feel like that sexuality part is very important, mm-hmm. right? Like you got to – if you can't picture the person that you want to be with like naked yeah. or like fucking them, yeah, yeah. then I don't think that's going to work. I used to tell people that used to ask me about like, you know, if someone sees me as just a friend, friend zone shit, like how do I get out of it? And I would be like, look, man, I think if if your friend at some point or just this person you know, this acquaintance – can imagine y'all fucking, then there's a chance. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, the key yeah, is yeah. to, uh, you got to have some type of flirty, you got to have that little little bit of passion there. Something that, that passion, curiosity, that's like, well, could I fuck this guy? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? And um, do you think that, because uh, she, she was asking me this, she goes, do you, do you think that you can grow in to find somebody attractive or do you need the butterflies first? I think attraction can definitely grow. Yeah. Um, you know, just from my own experiences, I think you cannot be physically attracted to somebody, get to know them, you know, flirt with them, Mm-mm-mm. joke with them, laugh with them, and you're like, wow, I I want to have sex with this person. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then after that, when you're already there, then it's like, oh, now it's like, oh, a lot of things they do is just like hot to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, have you ever felt that way about it? I've never felt that way about a girl. Well, where you weren't initially attractive. And, and then, then I got attracted to them. It's never been like that. For me. Oh, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like I've, I've met girls who, you know, maybe we're just friends at first and I didn't see them that way. But then like after you went swimming with them, not even swimming, not even physical, like joking with them and like, uh, laughing and like. Being like, oh, she nasty like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she got a sense of humor like oh. me. Then it's like, oh, okay, okay. No, you know what? It's it's not just physical. It's like there's a, a different type of chemistry there where it's like, okay, now I'm attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And it's like, now I want to see what your titties might look like, you know? And then, it, and then it grows from there, you know? And then you're like, hey, can you just get on your knees and wrap your lips around my Okay, this is kind of nice. Then it's like, like oh, I like it. Well, I don't need any type of attraction for that. (laughs) That's anybody can, yeah, that's whatever. I don't care who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Man. You're gross. Suck my dick. (laughs) Yeah. Men, women, whatever, dude. No, that's a joke. (laughs) Animals, bears, lions, tigers. Whoever the fuck it is, I don't care about shit. Yeah, yeah. Extremely low standards for head. Head is like, oh, who's down? Single Tim, of course, is what I'm saying. Single Tim, dude. <laughs> Not Tim with two babies. Dude. Let me tell you, like the, the days of touring and just our stupid shenanigans, it would be situations where it's like, yo, I might have got some head from this person, but y'all do not. Do not come around the hotel room because I do not want you guys to see. <laughs> I do not want you to see her, okay? I'm a little hey, embarrassed. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You got, a, you got a girl in there? I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I'm not and sure if it's a guy or a girl. That's just how it is. 
is, you know? Sometimes when you're young, you're just fucking horny as shit, dude. I yeah, uh, and I know girls too. It's like I I knew a homegirl specifically who was like. No, I, I uh, know a couple guys that I just kind of, I let them go down on me and uh, I don't do anything else with them. Like, we don't kiss. We don't. I just need it. I just need some head. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a good trade for a guy, though. For what? anybody, is it? What? You think a guy would just, oh, I guess, I guess. They would. Oh, good trade. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess if she's hot and the guy's just like, I just want to be around a hot girl and just fucking. I've, I look, I've been in that situation. I feel like I've been there where it's like, this girl's so hot. I think I'm down to just eat her cooch. <laughs> yes, you, sir. A munch is the, is the new term for it. A munch. <laughs> a little hot dove. <laughs> a moose bush. A little moose bush. A little moose bush. Oh, yeah. Oh. A moose cooch. A moose cooch. That one's better. On a hors d'oeuvre. Oh, fire. Very good. But she's not a whore. She's just a woman who knows what she wants. Look, we all some hoes out here, man. And that's, and that's what we need to realize. Robin, could you ever be attracted to a guy over time? That's pretty much how I've always developed attractions for people. See, girls do it pretty, pretty well. I'm a vibe person. Like, um, I've only been in a handful of uh, relationships, but each time I met the person, didn't think twice romantically, got to know them, and then was like, oh, I think this person's so hot. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look, I've said this a million times. I'm not the type of dude that walks into a party and a girl is like, I'm going to fuck that guy. Yeah. But give me 10 minutes next to the fucking chips, and a girl's like, I think I might fuck this guy. Girls are have such big hearts, dude. <laughs> like they really do. They, girls, girls have big hearts, man. They all find something that they really find attractive about somebody. I think they just are attracted, and you know, of course, these are blanket statements. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But I think you know, a lot of girls are just they are attracted differently. You know what I'm saying? Especially for them when there's like when they're like. I'm letting someone inside me. I need to be attracted for more than just the physical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like, and they're just, they tend to be more particular and they really need a mental connection. Like I, I've talked to homegirls who are like, no, I have, I've tried the casual hookup shit. I thought he was hot. You know, uh, physically he was what I wanted sexually, but because I wasn't mentally attracted to him, couldn't get into it. You know what I started realizing too is like, because um, <clears throat> I've been streaming now mm -hmm. uh, every now and then, just a way to like connect with fans and it's just pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I've been talking to a couple of these kids. If, if you're listening to this guy, he, there was this one guy who was talking about this and this has come up multiple times on the stream where I'm starting to realize that young people, and I'm pretty sure I was like this too, they kind of live in their head a mm -hmm. lot especially when it comes to approaching women. So there's a guy, he goes, okay, I, I like this girl. I'm at workplace, we text each other after work and stuff like that. But um, I don't know how to go on a, out on a date with her. And I'm like, how do I do that? And I'm like, did you fucking ask her? Mm -hmm. He goes, no. I'm like, okay, this, this is pissing me off. Like, how the fuck would she go out on a date with you if you've never fucking asked her, bro? Dude. And I think in his head, you know, he just started creating these scenarios of like these these steps that she, he was with her before it ever happened. I'm like, dog, get out of your fucking head. Dog, literally, uh, when I used to do the Dear Dogetto question, uh, mm -hmm. videos, majority of my questions from the young dudes was like, how do I tell this girl I like her? What do I do? How do I get this girl to go on a date with me? And I would always like, I got sick of answering it because the answer was always like, 
just t- just say it. Just tell her. Just ask her. That's yeah. it. And they'd be like, what's your best pickup line for trying to take a girl out? I'm like, guys, honestly, my best pickup line is, I think you're pretty. Let's get ice cream. That's it. Yeah. Like, I think you're cute. Let's get a smoothie. That's literally fucking it. Mm-hmm. And like nine times out of ten, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like keep it casual. And I was telling him too, he was like, okay, well, what, what's the, what's the, a dinner place. I was like, don't even worry about that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, the easiest thing that people connect on is like a bite to eat. There's no commitment to it. Mm-hmm. Plus, she'll get a free meal if you're going to pay and then it's pretty much good to go. A lot of these girls nowadays, even if they don't want to fuck you, they'll get some free food. Yeah, and then you'll figure <laughs> out if you like them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll figure it out. That's when you got to up that riz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the riz out during the dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and like the thing too, I, I think like, uh, I, I, I wish I would have said this to him was kind of, what, what was the lead up to you even asking her out? Like if you've gotten rejected a lot before, you're probably the guy that just had conversations in your head with this person about how cool and amazing they are. And then you went, you want to go out, but you've never had like any rapport with them. Mm. So what was the fucking flirting part? Were, right. were you flirting with them? Were you talking with them? I think this guy was, but mm. like that's the important part too. Like if you're at work, did you walk by or make some jokes? Yeah. Were you fucking chopping it up a little bit here and there? If you weren't doing that and then you go, hey, I like you. Kind of creepy, bro. A little bit. Yeah. Not this guy, but I'm saying there's situations like that where they live in their head and they create this scenario about this person Mm -hmm. that they've never even really talked to. Ah, these goddamn kids don't know shit, man. I know, man. Just go out there and get rejected, baby. Literally, dog. And, you know, I've said it a million times in my videos uh, and I've said it on this podcast. It was like, look, that feeling of rejection, you feel dumb for five minutes, but that feeling of regret lasts forever. Regret Bars. over rejection. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Bars. Oh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, it's like that regret will just will linger. Fucking eat at your soul. You'll be sitting there 10 minutes, 10 years later and be like, fuck, man, that girl in the pink dress. <laughs> that girl in the pink dress at Jamba Juice. Why didn't I talk to her? I should have just said hi. And at least I would have known, dude. Yeah. At least I would have known. Something. Getting rejected was probably one of the better life lessons of my life because it used, it's true. It only the, the discomfort lasts very fast, mm-hmm. and then you just move on to the next. Like fuck what, it. Yeah. What's what are you gonna lose? You, may, you might feel silly for a couple seconds. Yeah. And then you never see this person ever again. Also, too, if you don't get rejected, what I realize is that you don't level up either because mm. then you get to like fix weird shit about you. It's like, <laughs> oh, maybe I fucking should have brushed my hair or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I should not wear fucking a, a cream color overalls and fucking, <laughs> you know, bow ties. Because you, you make those adjustments a little bit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, it's right. like, oh, that line I said didn't fucking work. Right. Maybe I should approach it this way. Oh, that kind of fucking works. Mm. But if you don't, like your game stays the same. Uh-huh. And then... Look, if your game never improves and then you stay somebody who's bitter, mm-hmm. blaming other people for not having luck with women, then you become one of these fucking douchebags that gets money and thinks he should get women because he has money, mm-hmm. even though he's still a fucking loser and a lame. Mm-hmm. And he feels like, and he like, you know, you might get a nice car. You might fucking oh, yeah, 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 get yeah, some yeah, expensive yeah. shit. And you feel like. Why doesn't this girl like me? Mm. Why am I still not getting the ass? It's because just because you got money, you're still fucking lame. That's very true. <laughs> then you start this food channel with two Asian brothers. I'm, <laughs> I'm supposed to not do it this year, but it's so funny. I'm going to make us a drink. Okay. David, so on that note. <laughs> I, it's just a funny joke. I don't even mean it. <laughs> um, you got to stop talking about Logan Paul and Jake Paul like that. Dude. Oh, dude. I actually love Logan Paul. 
Oh my god. Did you that wrestling move I sent you? Fuck, it's amazing. That was crazy. Yo, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, fuck it. Okay, so Logan Paul's been killing on WWE. We've talked about this before. They did a fucking thing at Royal Rumble. Amazing. Two guys off the top rope. Jumped, collided midair, fell to the ground like on some fucking Tom Cruise shit. Double clothesline, dude. Fire. I was, I, my jaw dropped. Yeah. I'm not saying I love him as a person. I don't know him as a person. He's pretty fucking annoying from the video clips. However, <laughs> I'm just talking about him as an entertainer. Once again, I take entertainment for entertainment value. I'm not trying to be his friend and I don't give a fuck about him as a person. He's probably trash. No, he's but, a nice guy. Okay, whatever. He's a nice guy. I don't fucking know him. But. I'm just talking about him doing wrestling shit, yeah. which, by the way, is not fucking easy. Oh, no. He's pretty amazing. He's great at it. Yeah. I think he's like, you know, if he wanted to, he could quit everything else and just excel at that Dude, shit. Do 100%. Yeah. Like a box now, too. He wrestles. He owns like a multi-million dollar drink company. Guy's pretty fucking crazy, man. Speaking of drink companies, I, um, I did some shit the other day, dog. I think I might have did something, bro. You know how I'm always mixing up shit? Yeah. Um, combining stuff, experimenting. And you know how I was buying the uh, cold brew lemonades because mm -hmm. um, I was into it? I saw it at a coffee shop one day and I was like, let me try this. And I, I liked it. So the other day, dog, I was home. I didn't have any lemonade, but I had my cold brew from Costco, my little Kirkland cold brew. And I had some Sprite. And I did like a 60-40 Sprite cold brew. And it was kind of great. It, it's, it's like an espresso tonic. Yes, that's what people were saying. Mm -hmm. And also uh, there's a thing of like... Um, coffee or espresso and coke it's called a fat americano or some shit like that Ooh. and they were like someone was like you just basically did a, a clear fat americano i'm like huh so i'm like i'm at home now fucking mixing sprite and espresso dude, you, you've been on coffee like a motherfucker lately dude it's uh it's like your life source it is i i drink coffee every day now i used to never do that yeah like you've been drinking a lot of coffee i went my whole life without really drinking coffee like that and now like this year with the baby with you need that extra boost. I need that extra boost or else I'm just like so tired. You know what I'm saying? She is pregnant. She's like just needs to rest all the time. Veda's at her peak of like hyperness right now. And also she's very being very just like aware of shit. So I don't want to just be there. I want to be fucking present for Veda. So I don't want to be just like fucking zombie put on a show and like let her zone out. I want to be there like playing and engaging. So I need to be like, oh, I know, man. I ran into circles around with her for like fucking <laughs> 10 minutes. I was fucking going to throw up. <laughs> Dog, nothing will remind you of how unfit you are <laughs> than your two-year-old, dude. <laughs> this, Dog, I thought, I was like, you know what? I'm okay right now. I've been running around with her. This morning we were on um, just a mattress that we have upstairs. And she really wanted to jump on that shit, right? So she's like, Daddy, uppies? That's what she says when she wants you to get up. She says, uppies? So I got up. I'm like, all right, she's, we're jumping. She's like, jump. I'm like, I'm jumping with her. And I got so tired so fast. I feel like I was like three jumps in. I was like, okay, Veda. She's like, uppies, uppies. She wanted me to like swing her around. I was exhausted. They love getting like tossed in the air too. They're like, again, again, yes. again. And I was in the middle of this shit, dog. When I play with Veda <gasps> is the only time, I'm, and this is not even a joke. I'm in my head. I'm like, should I go vegan? <laughs> I, I start questioning my life habits because I'm like fuck I she's need, only two I need vegetables I'm not that old she's only two I need to do some changes Dude, you know man, just imagine because she'll be four and the other one will be two. Oh my god Dude, you're gonna you're gonna need to get fit man it's time man dude since uh, what's it called? Beginning of February, I'm down nine pounds, baby. Wow, congrats! 
Congrats. See, the bice is starting to come in again. You know, get the little fucking shit. It's you, happening. I think you did, you deserve a shot of Duce, I think. I actually, I already sold Duce recently. What? Jay-Z Dude. sold it. Did he? Yeah, for like a gajillion dollars. Oh, shit. And well, Duce's good. It is good. Like, shockingly good. I was kind of surprised because usually when I see like celebrity endorsed liquor, I'm like, eh, that's just good. Duce is a smooth cognac for yeah. sure. Um, well, here, I, I can either make you whatever drink this is, even though we don't have ice, uh, or we can just sip it like cognac boys. Let's sip it like some cognac. Let's get it. All right, we're going to pour up a little liquor here and we'll be right back. Uh, Alright, I was gonna make a little cocktail, but we don't have ice, so fuck it, dog. Anyways, we're grown. We don't need no cocktail bullshit. That's a cute-ass bottle of Duce, dude. This is so cute. That's a cute-ass little bottle, dude. It smells... Oh, it's taking me back to my handy days, boy! I like Duce. And here's the thing, right? I feel like a lot of the youth got into Hennessy because, of course, like rap songs and stuff like that. I initially, yeah, got into Hennessy... Uh, during the touring stages, uh, Lil Craze uh, would drink a lot of Henny. He would do a... Uh, he looks like a Henny guy. Yeah, you know, those Cambodians, man. Yeah. He would do a... Um, what's the drink with the... He would go, He would do a Mojito Hennessy. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's instead of rum, they use Hennessy, and it's great. He put me onto that. And then I, kind of, and then I just started drinking Henny straight up eventually and really kind of developed a taste for it. Um the Duce is great, too. Well, let's try it, dude. Cheers to Lil Crazed. Cheers to Lil Crazed. <clears throat> the first 90-pound rapper. <laughs> Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert. The second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, memories. Memories. Oh, regrets. Oh, yeah. Oh, cheers. It's been a while, dude. Ah, same. Duce's good, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, this takes me back. Oh, that warmed me up and took oh, me back. All right, now you got to freestyle because it's going back to the rapid days. Oh, let's do it. Are you going to beatbox? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know how to beatbox, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the, uh. No, that's bad okay. audio. All right, bad. Uh, boom. <laughs> okay, never boom, mind. Boom, don't, boom. don't beatbox. Okay. <laughs> don't beatbox. You're making me feel terrible. I'm getting embarrassed right now. <laughs> just, just, how dare you? Yo. All right, Robin, beatbox, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I'm white. That's, this is true. This is very true. Um, All right, do it like slam poetry then. <laughs> Don't be okay, good. okay, okay. Yo, <laughs> pour this from my bottle of Duce. I don't care what you say. Your rhymes are shitty. I like a took a duke <laughs> while I'm playing 2K. Pass, pass, puff. I've had enough. Life is rough like the sandpaper that I use to smooth the wood grain. What you could gain. I hate this so much. I fucking hate you, slam poetry. And that's exactly why I hate it. Even though you're making fun of it, that's exactly what it sounds like. I would hate these fucking... Listen, I'm pretty sure there's great slam poetry artists out there, but the ones I listen to, terrible. When it's great, it's great. But when it's bad, it is fucking bad. <laughs> and every time we would go to these talent show contests, it's like we have a spoken word. I'm like, oh my Jesus. God. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, guy, you're not going to win. Bruh, <laughs> I used to love judging 
college talent shows put on by some fucking random like a- Asian organization oh. or whatever it was that we would used to get hit up for because it was like 30% super talented amazing performances and like 70% hilarious cringe oh, hilarious cringe oh I loved it so much here we have Ian Kwok doing uh, <laughs> spoken word <laughs> my mother was on a boat <laughs> and she had dreams of coming to the states <laughs> My mother was on a boat. (laughs) And she would wave like the waves flowing under me. But what was not beneath me was the three jobs. She would work nine to five, staying alive. Oh, oh shit. That's exactly what it would be like. And I'm not even kidding you. That's ten times better than the shit that I would hear. And I'm just sitting there. Just fucking dying, just watching it. And then you see people just cheer him up, which is great because it's the homies. You're being mad positive. But one of you should have just stopped him and said, hey, this sucks. You're not good at this yet. She would whoop me with the belts that I would use to hold up my oversized jeans. You know what slam poetry is? It's just Bill Cosby talking. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) slam The jello pudding. <laughs> what are you putting in my drink? <laughs> I would have a wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Dude, it was always the fucking worst. I hated that shit so bad. It's making me itch right now. Cause I just would, I would dread that one part. Look, there are people who come up and sing. They're not very good, but. I don't mind it, right? Because they're just yeah. having fun. Yeah, I yeah. get it. But the slam poetry people, they would like take themselves way too seriously. Have you seen 22 Dump- Jump Street, the sequel? Yes. Ah, uh, Jonah Hill. That's exactly what it is. So good. It's so fucking hilarious, man. He's like, Cynthia, Cynthia, Jesus died for my Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> and, like slam poetry used to be something that was really cool. And then <laughs> too many people got their hands on it. <sighs> <laughs> I, I watched. I used to watch a lot of a uh, deaf poetry jam. Mm, mm, um, mm. That shit was always fire. The cadence was dope. The fucking lyrics were dope. And yeah, I'm like, man. that's what you're going for. Yeah. This is not it here. You know? <laughs> hey, huh? look, college kids, man. God bless their soul. You're trying to figure yourself out. Uh, you're 18, 19, joining a club because it helps you feel loved and welcomed and wanted. And uh, Rudy, welcome to the Jello Pudding Pops. J E L L O, my God! <laughs> Jello, hello! <laughs> I just picture him doing that in prison. Oh, he got out though, huh? Uh, something like that. Either charges dropped or something. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's hilarious, uh, man. But uh, well, uh, how do we start talking about that? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wanted me to freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> that went straight to that. Oh, my God. Uh, well, yeah, Duce is great. Do you uh, miss a performing? Like, rapping and shit? I feel like there's a certain vibe and energy that you get from it. Like, if you love performing, that's, like, something that's unmatched. So, here's the thing, right? I um, would always say to, like, I used to say, like, oh, man, I, I hate performing. It's, like, it stresses me out, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, the only time I really get nervous is right before I go on stage, right, to perform. But when I'm on stage... Uh, yes, I feel amazing. I love like 
back and forth with the crowd. Because when I when I perform, I don't just do the music shit. I fuck around. I make jokes and shit. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I like that. I like I like commanding the stage and and doing that type of shit. You know, um, I do miss it. I do actually. Um, lately, you know, I have a college show coming up in Oregon. Um, just a speaking engagement though, because mm. those are so easy. You know, I tell mm. them like, look, it's it's this much. If you want me to just speak to you for an hour, and if y'all want them songs, you gotta yeah. pay me a little more. You feel me? Especially since what I do now for college shows is um, well, music is just so much more. It's so much more involved. I know you it's a lot. Do a lot of shit. You too. have to like actually perform and yeah. put on. I, you know, I, I want to put on a good show. And you you know? practice. You got to do all this other shit. The sound has to be right. You got to uh, get people to come with you. It's just oh, bro, I know. Yeah, because like, you know, cause so now what I will do is um, if people if colleges want me to perform, I will have Andrew Garcia come with me. Oh, way easier. Yeah, so I'm like, cause cause I I. It's low-key awkward when it's, like, it's either just you or it's a, a fucking college show and it's all, like, you know, acoustic singers and spoken word. And you get up there like, hey, throw your hands up, right? So now if people want me to close the show out or do my own shit, I bring Andrew. We do acoustic covers of my songs. So, so it'll be, like, like acoustic homegirl, acoustic, you know, airplanes and terminals. Like, uh, you know, and then we kind of, and then if he wants, he can do a song or whatever. I break him off a little bit and we fly, have a weekend and, you know, wherever, you know. Um, but when I got to perform, when I would have to go by myself and like, I don't know, and, and, you know, and it's a whole chill night and I'm on stage like, all right, y'all, get about your seats. It's like, ah, I'd rather not. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, man, um, I do miss it. I do. I do. Yeah, speaking engagements are really cool. Like the music thing, I just hated doing it. Mm -hmm. It was just too involved. Mm -hmm. One time <laughs> when I showed up, they're like, oh, we were hoping that you would do some music. And I'm like, listen, that's not what was in the email or the contract. Mm. And like, I'm not saying I won't do it just because it's in the contract. Yeah. I just, I'm not prepped for it. Like yeah. there's no, there's nobody, we didn't do sound. I don't have anybody with me. Mm -hmm. Like how, how are we going to do this? It's like, oh, we, one of the guys here plays guitar. I was like, okay. Ah. I said, let me entertain you. I was like, okay, let's hit, let's have him come through. He sits down. I said, like, oh, you play guitar. And I see his guitar. It's like this shitty ass little Yamaha. I was like, you do not play guitar. But let's try this. All right. I was like, this is the key that I want you to play this in. And we're going to go an octave down. He goes, I don't know how to do that. All right, we're done here. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, okay, he plays the guitar. Like, he can play like as well as I can play. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can play, though. You know but what's funny is the complete opposite of that, where um, they're so overprepared because it's like, you know, it's a college organization. They want to make sure everything's prepared. I've had. I've had a show where they be, it, it was a speaking engagement, not a music performance. And they were like, okay, we're going to have you just, like the show's like at six. So can you come in three for a sound check? Yes, I, I'm like, for a sound check? For, if I'm just talking? All right, guys, if that's what you want, I go in. You hear me? Yep. All right. Put the mic down. <laughs> cool. You know See y'all at six. You know what I do? <coughs> I was like, basically, we only do speaking engagements now. <laughs> they always do that. They're like, we need you for a sound check. Oh, this is what you're going to do. Your name is David So. I want you to walk on stage and I want you to talk loud. That's what I need you to do. That's it. Uh -huh. And I'll be there at five o'clock. I'll be there an hour before. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit there for three hours and do absolutely nothing. Yeah, bro. Uh, I think one I did, um, <clears throat> it was either Arizona or somewhere. I was literally like, um, so there was a moderator asking me questions for the shit, right? And I same shit. I was like, their mic sound good? Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're, we're okay. I don't need, it's not, it's cool, guys. And they're like, oh, don't you want to hang? I was like, we'll hang after. Right. Like before, I'd rather just chill because you guys are going to be busy running around and I'll chill with you after. Yeah. No, I tell them I will not be hanging at all. <laughs> I don't want to see any of your filthy faces. <laughs> well, for this Portland show too, they were like, you know, and I kind of just want to explore Portland a little bit. 
So they're like, hey, we're doing a dinner afterwards. Uh, if you want to join, I'm like, I'll probably just leave, guys, to be honest. Dude, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just going to go. Did, like, I'm notorious for this shit in a good way, yeah. not a bad way. But like, I understand college kids don't have a lot of money, mm. right? So they'll always be like, we'll take you to this spot. And I'm like, no, no, there's another restaurant. I'm going to buy you guys dinner because I don't want to eat their shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, have you been here? Like, no, we haven't. And I'm like, okay, how much? I was like, I'm buying you dinner. Yeah. So don't worry about it. Whatever budget that you guys have, we'll allocate a little bit. I'll take you guys out and you guys will have a, a decent meal because we're not eating at this two-star pizza restaurant. <laughs> I don't want fucking diarrhea. <laughs> and it's always like that. They go, oh, we got this spot that we usually eat at and it's oh. the fucking worst. And I understand because I was a poor college student too. Mm -hmm. So what I'll do is I'll take the money. I'm like, okay, we're just going to spend like $300 and I'm buy you it's better food. How nice of you. Well, it's because I also want to eat good food. Well, yeah, you know what? Like when it was peak college show touring days, yeah, let's fucking eat together. Let's go to the after party together. Let's have a good time, right? Even if I'm traveling alone, fuck it. I don't care. I, I've definitely been to just after parties by myself, right? Dolo at the frat parties, like whatever. Now, man, I'm in such a different stage of my life. What do I need to be hanging out, partying with people I don't know for? You know what I'm saying? True, I'm like, true, I'd true. rather just go back to the hotel Turn on some Netflix. For some reason, King of the Hill is always on hotel TVs. I love it only when I'm in hotels. Bobby! <clears throat> Let go my purse! And uh, <laughs> The best episode <laughs> I love ever. it, right? So I just want to lay out, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Um, or find like a nice bougie restaurant to eat at and um, just kick it. That was the best part about us. Even though we were going out to eat for mm. Send Foods, we would always find like a fire-ass restaurant in the area. We'd try it out. Mm. Fucking amazing. Like that restaurant in Houston. So fucking good. Catarobato. I don't know. Look, I don't know if we have we talked about Catarobato on the show before. I don't think so. So there was an episode of Send Foods where we were supposed to shoot at a crawfish festival in Houston. I was very hyped for that shit. Rained the fuck out. And it got rained out. So I got on Instagram and I was like, yo, what should we eat in Houston? One of my followers, I think she does like foodie shit. I followed her back on Send Foods. I forget her name. She listed some shit and she was like, also, there's this Japanese restaurant. If you don't mind spending a little bit of money, it's called Katarobata. I'm like, are you down? David said, yes, let's do that. We went. We loved it so much. Two days in a row. And we were only there for like a few days. We went two fucking days in a row. And after our first Instagram post, the like owners or managers or whatever got so hyped they came there bringing us free appetizers the second time we went I oh. ate everything I ate so much you ate so I've never seen you eat so much <laughs> Did it. when I I have a problem with food and I understand this about myself <laughs> like the only way I lose weight and get healthier is if I just don't hang out with people because when I hang out with people <laughs> yeah. I do something called grazing where I just eat non-stop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like you just if there's food there i'm just gonna eat it yeah and then but if i'm at home i'll eat and when i'm full i go i'm done ah yes but when you're out like you're just drinking and eating and the next thing you know you're four thousand calories down this man and i'm sure we've talked about this before but we ordered this lobster mac and cheese of course i'm trying to be off cheese as always as per usual <laughs> not me i like i'm gonna take a bite and i you know i feel like i turned around to send chia a text i turned back around and it was gone <laughs> <laughs> this is what Tim said. He goes, dude, you know I'm off. Where did it, where did it go? <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, say less. I got you. It was a big ass bowl too. Dog, it was huge. <laughs> I obliterated that shit. It yeah. was so delicious. Katsurobata, I don't know if they still do it. They had this fucking, 
The foie. The foie gras and scallop. I, I, I don't know who's going to get mad at us for eating this, but oh man, it was so bomb. Oh, because they fattened up the ducks. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, please, you know, there, some people are, you know, are upset by the way they prepare the ducks pre-slaughter for the foie gras. Ah, but that's how I treat myself though, so. Fatten yourself up. You're getting ready for that apocalypse when we got to eat you. Yeah, you have that David So foie gras. It's Ooh, fucking boy. crazy. Oh, I'm digging into the ass for sure. I'm sure that shit is for- fatty and <laughs> That's delicious. not where the liver is, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm digging into that sweet ass of yours, that buddy. <laughs> You're fucking gross, dude. <laughs> Look, zombie apocalypse, I'm eating your ass, all right? <laughs> The cordyceps ass. <laughs> oh, dude, we this fool started shooting sketches again. It was very fun. Oh yeah, we wow. talk about that. It was How so about fun. That? And look, uh, views are low to be expected, and I knew that going into it. I just want. I felt like doing sketches again, man. And regardless of how shitty the 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 fucking views are, I feel so satisfied yes i feel fulfilled as a creative dog even it wasn't even it wasn't even a fucking script that i wrote i literally told everybody hey come up with a character let's just bullshit have fun improvise some shit and you were so funny everybody was so funny oh the improv stuff was so funny because like before i was gonna do the sketch i i got a cupping on my back and i was just gonna be called ladybug (laughs) but the the bruises disappeared Mm. so i like as i was driving i had to make a last minute decision switch (laughs) I had to play myself. It's great. I was like, oh, it worked out though. So funny. It was probably better than Ladybug, you know? Yeah, because, uh, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't just the one sight gag, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You had like more shit to it. Um, oh, dude, when Rick had that fucking one, it was, Dickstruction cracked me up and then he was, I was like, so, it's like, what's what's your move? He's like, oh, I moved from here. To, <laughs> so dumb. That shit was so stupid. He goes, but it kind of sucked. That's about it. I, <laughs> that shit cracked me the fuck up, dude. Yeah, man. I love, look, honestly, it, well, everybody's characters that they came in with was definitely different than the vibe I initially had for the sketch in my mind. Like, I expected it to be a lot more, um, like, personality funny and less like everyone had like a fucking a physical bit right like yeah. fucking peter like becoming a, like a seizuring zombie and shit yeah. like i was not expecting him to do all that but it's so funny i you know it's great man and like so y'all should go watch that shit i don't know if anybody you know i know i know looks look everybody that clicked was like oh my god skits are back yeah holy shit not a lot of people clicked but the ones that clicked are happy about it the skits are more prevalent now on instagram yeah like that's where it stays at like i've i've been posting a lot more content on instagram just to get a feel of what like what's popping and stuff mm-hmm. and obviously for me something that'll never deviate is just you know me talking because that's just how i popped off yeah it was just me doing like little stand-up bits constantly 24 7 mm-hmm. and so i was like okay let's see if they like other stuff and i'm like oh they don't <laughs> yeah man <laughs> Shit's, shit's really hit or miss, uh, especially on TikTok. Shit is so hit or miss for me on TikTok. Like, everybody on TikTok, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only a few people on TikTok that get the same consistent views. Right. What I've noticed about the platform, 50,000, 100,000, 300,000, 20,000, 10,000, yeah. million, yeah. 10,000. It's like it's very, very, very inconsistent for a majority of people, except yeah. for the few like 1%, 2% of people on there. That's kind of what's fun about it, too. It's like because TikTok, there's a lot of uh, – I when I post on TikTok, I feel the most of like who cares? Yeah, yeah. It's either going to pop off or it's not. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Instagram, I feel like, is definitely my favorite go-to app because, um, honestly, I think I have the most support 
on Instagram. Same here, same here. And even with like YouTube, right? Like I'll, I'll do shorts. And I, I started trying shorts because they're like, oh, you can monetize it now. And I yeah. looked up the CPMs. If you guys, it's like what you get per per click rate of a thousand views. Yeah. It's like, it's so tiny, it's unreal. I know. Like the regular video versus that. I'm talking about you get paid on average. I saw some other people's stuff. It was like 20 cents, 30 cents. Yeah. Which is Horrendous, like a low CPM on YouTube, like regular videos is $2. Yeah. So it's literally 200 times less that you'll make making a YouTube video than you will on a short. It's pretty shitty. Fucking crazy. So when people got hyped about it, I'm like, that's dope. People who make shorts can make money now. So if you get millions of views, you'll get like a few thousand. But if you're getting millions of views on a regular video, you're literally 200xing that money. Isn't that crazy? It's fucking nuts. I, I, you know, I was against the shorts for a long time because I feel like, look, man, I have TikTok for this. I have reels for this. I'm like, do I really want to do the same throw it shit? On there. Yeah, now I just do it because I also feel like when one of those shorts does pop off and gets like, you know, however many views, it's the first time that I've gotten new eyes on my content on YouTube yeah. in like years. Like yeah. I had maybe one reel that did like a, a million and for the first time, I was like, oh, new subscribers? Yeah. This is crazy. Oh, I lose subscribers about 300 every week. I, l I lose so many subscribers every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so to see the, an actual gain, I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. Yeah, Instagram is great because a lot of the people who have followed us on Instagram are from back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so they're like emotionally invested to us. And it's just a little more accessible. Yeah, you know, they're so supportive on there. Yeah, because you can scroll through it faster. And also like with YouTube, like you, nobody sees our stuff anymore. Like I know. The algorithm is just, it just fucks you. I was checking out my <clears throat> fucking, uh, my just like my little creator page on YouTube, whatever it is, my little studio. And it says, my new video dog, the skit, 40% of the views are from being recommended and the amount of views from my actual subscriptions, seeing and clicking it, 20%. Yeah, same here. On all my videos, it's like that. So mm -hmm. it's like, why, why the fuck are the other people not getting a, an update? But that's just how it is. And also it comes from, you know, <clears throat> it's like the algorithm shit. It's like the, the more consistent you post, the more likely you're probably going to pop up in someone's box. I mean, the less you do, the less you upload the less your shit is popping up and it just kind of becomes the whole, you know, the whole math of it. We can just create when we want, man. Well, look, I'm doing it now, man. Fuck, I, honestly, I feel so good about this last skit I put up. It feels good. I don't even care if it doesn't get views. I literally have like a list now of skits I'm, I'm gonna just be doing just for fucking funsies, dog. It's just fun. Cause I don't give a shit anymore, bruh. I already bought my house. <laughs> I already got two kids. <laughs> <clears throat> I got a fat ass wife at home. <laughs> Please. I'm kidding. She's pregnant. That's what I mean. She's pregnant. She might even have had the baby by the time this one drops. <laughs> She's, uh, oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, dog. Oh, I'll tell you this though. Pregnant Chia is my favorite. It's so adorable. <laughs> I only call her fat because I know it pisses her off. <laughs> well, as any woman. Yes. <laughs> it just makes her upset. So that's why I say it. But it's she's literally the most adorable pregnant lady I've ever seen in my life. Also, I know y'all hear David talk mad shit about Chia on the podcast. Look, she is extra mean to David. You should see their texts. She is an asshole to him. She's so, she'll literally send me pictures of <laughs> obese babies and be like, is this yours? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, what are you doing awake at 2 a.m.? <laughs> Insulting me. And then she just goes, good night. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Hilarious. She's so funny. She makes me laugh so hard, dude. Chia does this thing that I don't even I don't even know when she started doing this, but it and it gets me every time. Like we'll be laying in bed, like right after we watch The Last of Us or one of our shows or whatever. And she goes, Yeah, babe, but you know what's crazy? And I'll go, What? 
and then she goes to sleep. <laughs> Every time. Stupid idiot. She's so goofy. She's like, yeah, babe, but uh, like, here's the thing. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what a goofy, goofy little fat lady. What a goofy, goofy. <laughs> I love you so much. Oh my God, we're gonna have another baby soon. Oh, little, little, uh, Tim, Timawana. <sighs> little Barthy. A little Barthy. A little, that, little Barthy. Did I tell you where that comes from? Yeah, Rick, right? Yeah, Rick, Rick, Rick. Because he was like, because he calls Veda Darthy, because Darth Veda. And then, uh, so we, you know, we were thinking that the new one's going to be a boy for the longest time. And Rick was like, yeah, he's like, who cares about Barthy? But you be good to that Darthy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little Barthy's going to come out, dude. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, guys, Any day now. That wraps up the dudes behind the foods. Oh, look at that fucking chin. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> look at these acne scars I smoothed out on uh, in with Photoshop. Oh, they didn't do any of that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Your skin's beautiful. I can't smooth out a fucking double chin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, rate us five stars wherever you're listening to podcasts. Uh, make sure you yeah, watch the new skit, god damn it. I love you. I'm Tim Chatharangsi. And I'm David Stowe. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes. Behind the foods, dudes. Behind the foods, yeah, is the dude behind the foods. That's actually really fucking good. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.